The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Cleveland Clinic. Men, do you know which medications could cause incontinence? For more information, visit clevelandclinic.org slash mention it. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, September 8th. Here's today's big idea. Charlie Dent, a congressman from Pennsylvania, one of the leaders of the Republican Party's moderate wing, has decided to retire. Dent is exhausted from his ideological battles with the House Freedom Caucus and clashes with Donald Trump's White House. In a surprise statement Thursday night, he issued a parting shot at the direction of his party, saying, quote, As a member of the governing wing of the Republican Party, I've worked to instill stability, certainty, and predictability in Washington. I've fought to fulfill the basic functions of government, like keeping the lights on and preventing default. Regrettably, Tent concludes, that has not been easy, given the disruptive outside influences that profit from increased polarization and ideological rigidity that leads to dysfunction, disorder, and chaos. Dent's retirement comes just one day after another seven-term moderate Republican, Representative Dave Reichert of Washington State, announced his retirement. Moderate Republican Representative Ileana ross Leighton of Florida also expressed concern about the direction of the party this spring when she revealed her plans to step down. Democrats say these retirements are just the latest proof points that the Trumpists have completed their hostile takeover of the GOP. But Dent says that while Trump is a factor, the trends driving him to give up this immense power that he's accumulated, he's the chairman of the House Ethics Committee, he's a subcommittee chairman of the Appropriations Committee, that all uh, of these problems predate the current president. The ideological makeup of the House Republican Conference has changed markedly over the years, and a lot of members have become more concerned with losing primary challenges from their right than losing in the general election. That's created an incentive for lawmakers to become part of what in Congress they call the Vote No, Hope Yes Caucus. That's a group of Republicans who want spending bills and debt ceiling increases, things like that, to pass, but they won't support them because they fear retaliation from outside conservative groups if they do. Perversely, these no votes force Republican leaders to turn to Democrats for the necessary votes to pass many key bills. And that gives Nancy Pelosi more leverage than she would have otherwise had. People like Dent, who considers himself a conservative, constantly bang their heads against the wall because of this dynamic. Dent said last night that he made the decision to step down over the summer, not because of a primary challenge from a pro-Trump conservative. And that's the big idea for today. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, Donald Trump Jr. took questions for five hours on Thursday from investigators for the Senate Judiciary Committee about his meeting with a Russian lawyer and other topics regarding Russian interference in the 2016 election. But Don Jr. frequently said he couldn't answer important questions or provide key details, according to several people who attended the session. The closed-door meeting focused on his June 2016 sit-down with a Russian lawyer who reportedly promised negative information about Hillary Clinton. That conversation has become central to multiple investigations into possible collusion between the Trump campaign and the Kremlin. Observers at the session told my colleagues that Trump Jr. reiterated his view that that meeting last year was inconsequential. Number two, on Thursday, the Trump administration sided with a Colorado baker who refused to bake a wedding cake for a same-sex couple in a major upcoming Supreme Court case that weighs equal treatment under the law against religious liberty. The baker, Jack Phillips, was found to have violated the Colorado State Anti-Discrimination Act by refusing to bake a cake for two men in 2012. The administration's decision to take his side is the latest in a series of steps that Trump has taken to rescind Obama's positions favorable to gay rights. Number three, the credit reporting agency Equifax said that hackers gained access to sensitive personal data 
for as many as 143 million Americans. The hacked data includes social security numbers, birth dates, and home addresses. Equifax is one of the nation's largest U.S.-backed credit reporting agencies, but it waited six weeks before finally disclosing the hack to consumers. And that's The Daily 202 for Friday, September 8th. You can read much more at WashingtonPost.com Daily 202. And you can go to the Washington Post website all weekend long for the latest on Hurricane Irma. Right now, it's expected to make landfall on Sunday, and it could be the most destructive hurricane to hit Florida since Hurricane Andrew back in 1992. There was also a devastating earthquake that happened overnight in Mexico. I'm James Holman, and I'll talk to you on Monday.